0: Welcome to Broadcast His Love. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Usually we have on guests, we have on interviews, but this week we're doing something different. It's the last week of the year, and honestly, I think we all could use a little rest. I don't know about you, but this Christmas season has been busier than I expected, but it has been so beautiful because... I've been excited for Jesus coming. Reading Sarah Sandal's Advent study has been so refreshing and it has taught me a new meaning of hope. I pray that you read it and God spoke to you through it. And if you didn't read it, you can always go back and read it. But one of my favorite verses, and we share this at the end of every podcast, is John 3.30. And it says, he must increase but I must decrease and working in news. I used to be so busy going, 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 and trying to please everyone around me, including my ego. Sometimes I felt like I was running my own race and not the race that Jesus wanted me to run for his glory. Colossians 9, 24 through 27, check it out. It's awesome, but it talks about running the race for God's glory. Also during this time, I was having panic attacks. I had one in my news director's office. Actually, I think I had two in two different news director's offices, but I didn't know that I was having them at the time. It's so hardcore and it overcomes you so quickly, but God is peace. God is rest and his word is life. His word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. And I truly believe that walking with him is life and he brings us light. He brings us joy, peace, hope, his goodness Endures forever. He is the everlasting. And that is something I can put my faith in. That's something I can put my trust in. Not a job. Not a job at all. Broadcasting God's love is about Jesus. Using your platform, whatever it is, to broadcast God's love. So, over the years, God has changed my mindset on a career and what that means in relationship with Christ. He's challenged my perspective, challenged my motives, and encouraged me to lay down the heavy baggage with the things I was never meant to carry. I pray that this podcast changes and challenges you in the best way for Jesus' name's sake. So, that's the whole point of having on the interviews because. They're sharing what God has put on their heart. And I'm praying and asking God through what He has shown them that He speaks through them to show you you're not alone. Jesus is here. Jesus is the answer. And He wants to help you like through your life because there are struggles. No one is perfect. Nothing is perfect. Oh, can I get an amen? But we have brothers and sisters in Christ to help us through that. So, This podcast, yes, has been like therapy, and it has shown me that no matter your age, ability, talent, job, status, whatever, you are called to broadcast God's love. Now, this is more than a line for a podcast. Broadcasting God's love is a daily decision, so I hope that you're with me in wanting to broadcast God's love and make his name great. I do want to tell you about the beginning. Because this was just not an overnight thing. This was not something I prayed in January of 2020 and boom, a podcast. No, this was a message that was put on my heart back in high school. So that was 2008. And I was at a church camp called Big Stuff Camps. And that was between my junior and senior year of high school. And at the camp, they talked about What we watch, listen to, and learn can make a huge impact on our lives. They talked about Proverbs 4.23, which says, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Preach. I love it. Okay, so Andy Stanley was there. Um, Francis Chan and others were preaching daily. I mean, awesome worship, awesome preaching. It was just like an experience. And I put up a picture on the broadcast is love Instagram to show you how big that arena was in Daytona beach and just all the high schoolers. And I think there might've been some middle schoolers there too, but everybody had their hands up in the worship. I mean, it was literally like we were experiencing heaven. I don't know if you've had that kind of experience where you're worshiping God and you're like, I'm literally at the throne of God. I'm crippled by your love and mercy and grace, but that's how it was. Um, It was for sure God's Holy Spirit was moving in that place. And the theme of the camp was to broadcast his love for all to see. And I knew that that line was special. But what I came to find out years later was that the Lord was showing me something bigger for his glory. So there were, you know, different images of headphones on the marketing material and, you know, a microphone. I mean, this was way before podcasting and just the broadcast that we see every day. I mean, anybody can be a broadcaster if they want to, you don't have to go to school and be a TV news journalist or a reporter to get a microphone in front of you and start talking and, and getting out whatever your message is to the world. So this was something bigger in 2008. So more than 10 years ago, God was planting a seed in me for his glory, to bring it back to him, to say whatever you are, Do it for God's glory and watch how he takes over and watch how he makes miracles happen in front of you for his glory. Just give it all to him. One night during worship, I was so overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit. I felt the need to get out of the room where we were worshiping at, get out of the room, get on my knees and listen to what God had to say to me. I felt the Lord pulling on my heart, wanting to tell me something on my knees in a private room in a massive conference center in Daytona beach. God spoke to me. And I know this might sound crazy to some people, but honestly, this is all a little crazy to me just when miracles happen. It's just crazy and wild, but that's how God works. I mean, we are fearfully and wonderfully made in a world that wants to tell us something different. That's crazy, but God's word will never fail and we can trust him and we can trust his word. So I know that this sounds crazy to some people, but I don't care. I'm a firm believer in Jesus and I believe that His mercies are new every day and He wants good for me and I love Him and I do believe I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So when I dream, I don't want to put in the details. I want to just put in Jesus and say, let's do this for God's glory because he can do exceedingly and abundantly more than I could ever hope or dream of. So that night in worship, I wrote down what the Lord had said to me in that private room. I wrote down clearly what he said, broadcast my love for all to see. That's it. I wrote it down, broadcast my love for all to see. In a few words, I knew this was a huge calling, far larger than what I could see or dream up. In that moment, I praised God for this revelation and peace of mind, even though I did not know what he meant entirely. I did go on to think super worldly and that God was going to make me super famous, like some kind of superstar, but that was the enemy showing me how a calling and a gifting can be twisted and mixed up. I was in it for me at that point. I could see myself working at the Today Show, having my name in lights, being right there alongside Hoda Copy and Savannah Guthrie, all the things. I could see that happening, and I knew God was going to take me there, but at what cost? And it was not worth it for my husband and I to sacrifice our marriage, to sacrifice who we were as people, to chase after a broadcasting career that I felt God had led me to. I really did feel like God was like, I want you to work in news. I want you to work in communications. I want you to talk to people. I want you to use your platform to share the good news. But I had it twisted. So twisted. It's not about being on TV. It's not about having a microphone. It's literally all about Jesus. That's it. Like that's the message. It's all about Jesus. So God gets the victory with this story. My selfishness was simply a distraction from what God had called me to and the life he wanted me to live. I am so blessed, so blessed in ways that you can't imagine since leaving the broadcasting industry. My husband and I have two healthy, fun boys. We love them so much. We have a daycare that we cherish and love. We have jobs that we love and get to work and serve God through those jobs. So with all of that, my question is this, has God put a calling on your heart to do for his glory? It's not too late to begin for his glory. And I love Zechariah 4.10 because it talks about just small beginnings and starting. It says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Begin, begin, begin. Step out in faith, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. I am believing for a miracle in your life today, you who are listening, to go out and share the good news. God put that in your heart to want to share the good news. But how do I do it? Just lean into God. Maybe it's one verse a day. Maybe it's one word a day. But whatever it is, have it meditating on your heart every day to be the difference, to not be like the world. When everyone is running, sprinting into the shopping mall, we know that he was born on Christmas. (laughs) We know that he was born and that he lived a perfect life and he died for our sins and he's coming back. So we have hope in his return. We are hoping for Jesus coming back. Christ's return is something to get excited about and that is where we're at right now. We're in this season of hoping for a king. Hoping for the Lord. Even after Christmas, the hope continues on. It doesn't stop on Christmas Day. It continues on into the new year. It continues on into a new day. His mercies are new every morning. The last bit of information I want to leave you with on this last week of 2020, which for some I know has been a hard year. I know the holidays are hard for some people as well. God reigns. God is good. And what my grandmother always tells me is that there are (laughs) 11 more months in the year. So now that we've got the hustle and bustle out, we continue on with life. Um, And I want to leave you with this. As you start off your new year, a girlfriend told me this and it changed my life. She was our first guest on the podcast, Christina Leavenworth. She said, knowing your why is usually much cheaper than wanting to make a lot of money or spend more time with your family. It's deep and more of a need. And that's what these three words, broadcast his love, are for me. They're a need. I need to use whatever platform God gives me to broadcast his love. I just think that no matter what you do for work, if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you work in fast food or you're a doctor, You can do this. You can do this from where God has you using your platform to broadcast his love. And I love how Colossians talks about whatever you do, do it for God's glory. Even Rahab, a prostitute, you can read it in Joshua 2, was used to serve God by hiding Israelite spies. Awesome story, by the way. Check it out. She knew God's power and the miracles he had done. She knew God was able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than she could ever hope or dream. And so the takeaway is this, God wants to use you for his kingdom, to shine bright for his glory in whatever you do. Don't give me this. Well, I do that. Don't give me this. Well, you know, in five years. Well, you know, when I can leave this job. No, no, no. God can use you where you are right now for his glory. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are called to be a light for Jesus, where you are and with who you encounter, no matter your role in life and whatever craziness you're involved in, God has called you to do what you're doing for his glory. You are called to broadcast God's love no matter your position. Colossians 3:23 through 24 says: whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Mm. Colossians three twenty three through 24. As a Christian, no matter what you do, our boss is Jesus. He is a way maker. And to wrap this last thought up, I was reading a blog by a woman named Savannah LaRay, And her blog is savannahlarray.wordpress.com where she writes about the Proverbs 31 woman. She breaks down scripture right here, Proverbs 31 verse 24, which reads, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She challenges the reader with these two questions right here, important questions. One, am I using the skills I have to their fullest potential in all the ways that I can? Last question. Focus on the word supplying, okay? When it says, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. Second question, am I supplying or meeting the needs of my community with my work? Whatever we do, let's do it for Jesus. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you leave a review, it helps the podcast so much. Share it with your friends. And next week we have on one of my friends, Krista Jermel and Jeremy Haiti. She has a formula program. You guys, she is using her platform to broadcast God's love. She is helping babies in Haiti who aren't able to receive breast milk from their mom. That is coming up next week. And I pray that you all have a great week and that you be still and that you work towards God's goodness because he already loves you. And just rest in that God loves you. Thank you all for listening. I pray you all have a great week. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love.